Hi, and welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn. Happy New Year. If I haven't got to talk to you yet this New Year, first of all, happy 2023. I'm praying so very hard that this year will simply be amazing. Praying about, God, what is it you want me to focus on this year? I'm working on year four as a widow. I some days know exactly what I'm doing. I know what I should be doing. And then every night my heart, I need to be honest, just has a sadness. I mean, I'm lone, I'm lonely in certain aspects and I'm not telling you this to be whiny or, you know, oh, poor me. It's just a fact. Something left my life that I didn't want it to go away. And when you lose someone you love so much, there's a hole. There really, really is a hole that, um, nothing can really fill. God has been my husband for three years. Jesus has just filled that void. And I love him so much for that. And I know he is enough. I do know, but I'll be honest. I would love to hold someone's hand. I would love to do all the things you do, you know, when you're married and, you know, in your heart of hearts, when you're like, I know I'm a wife, I am a wife. That's who I'm designed to be. But you can't be that because, you know, your partner went ahead and went on to heaven. And as much as like that hurts and I kind of feel like, dang it, what happened? And why did this happen to me? I know that God has a plan. So I just want to begin with that this year, because what is your what is your void right now? Um, I think we all kind of have one. And I really try not to talk about these things, especially out loud. But every time I try to squash these feelings and kind of say, you know what, Mindy, it's just where God has you, you know, suck it up. He's here for you. He's done so many good things in your life. Get over it. I'm still so flipping human. <laughs> and like, if we, it was just us girls and maybe we were out to lunch or brunch and we maybe had an adult beverage, we could go a little deeper. But I know that it is what it is right now. But I know that also Jesus allows us to pray to him and say anything we want to him. We can be mad at him. We can be upset. We can tell him where we're hurting and where we're lonely and what we miss. But I want to be very, very honest with you right now. I want nothing more. I'm clapping my hands like one of those girls that clap their hands when they talk, which happens sometimes. Um, I want nothing more than what he wants. And you guys, that's a hard place to be because you know certain things we could push into uh, to existence. We could make certain things happen. But if you've ever done that, because I have in my life, and you just realize this is not the right thing. This is not what I should be doing. It feels empty. It doesn't feel right. I don't ever want that again. So I sit waiting. And it's not just for who God potentially has for me. He may not want me to be with anyone for the rest of my life. And, you know, if that is, it is. But I also say, God, if you don't want that, take away that desire. Take away that thought every day, you know. But what is yours? Yours could be, you know the loss of someone in your life. It could be kind of what I'm going through, maybe in a different way. It could be something about your children. It could be about your future, your job, maybe what happened in the last few years. Um, when I drive my son to school in the morning, we read from a thing, and it's just called Jesus Today. It's by Sarah Young. It's very small kid devotionals. I think she has two. I, I've spoken about this before on the podcast because I, I, I like listen to him read it and I'm always like, oh my gosh, they're so poignant. And they're just, I feel like God's like, Mindy, you know, here, here's what I have for you this morning. 
And I typically pray in the mornings. I always read something. Like I just want him in my mind and my heart. I always listen to music that I consider uplifting and not like, like boring Jesus music, but like fun, uplifting, woo, you know, like good stuff. And I'm like, yes, set it all back on the rock. Oh, I'm clapping again. Sorry. Set it all back on his, his truth and the rock of, you know, him, the cornerstone that the builders rejected that one. Um, you know, because we see so many things and like we feel all the feelings, which I know God allows us to, but I don't like really a lot of the things I see on social and I have a very strong uh, level of discipline when it comes to what I see. And I, and I'm not saying I have strong level discipline in everything, but I very quickly will shut it down. Like I won't get, I've gotten lost on reels or TikTok maybe five times in my entire life. You know what I mean? Like, even though that's probably not great, a couple of those were COVID after Lee died. So I'm kind of like, well, I wasn't in my right mind. So there's that, but I can watch a little bit and then I'm out. Like it just, it starts to mess with my spirit. And I don't know that a lot of people have that discernment and I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else. I'm just saying I can feel when it starts to bother me on the inside, like that's when my spirit kind of gets bothered just by all the, I wish I could cuss right now. And I mean, I know I could cuss, but all the, you know what, that's in there and just the lies. I mean, the devil is the king of lies. And I watch some of them and I'm like, oh, give me a break. And I know we're all allowed our own opinion and I will certainly not uh, offend anyone with, you know, all the things, but I just know I always want to be centered and grounded in truth, right? So uh, I've liked so many reels and, and, and TikToks and stuff that typically what I see are the following dog videos, fitness videos, gymnastics videos, dancing videos. Um, I see a lot of Christian conservative videos. I hardly see any, you know, things that I don't typically like, you know, I don't really comment, but I like that some of the stuff, you know, I almost pee my pants. And I, there are some people, listen, I will send you reels and TikToks and memes, and I won't even say anything after you. I just want you to see it. And like my really tight, you know, homies, they're like, yeah, they get it. By the way, if you haven't seen the um, Miss Universe uh, recent video about when the ladies come up to the mic and they say, ah, Brazil or whatever. And the girl from France, the lady from France that like, just like screamed France. And it's the funniest flipping thing ever. Well, of course, Saturday Night Live did a whole skit on it. And I sent that to probably 50 people. I almost peed my pants. Like it's just so funny. Oh my God. I Last time I'm gonna clap. I promise. Um, and so I do think that it's, it can be lighthearted and fun, but you guys, it can also pull you down. It can also, take us away from the truth. It can take our eyes away from the truth. This was something I was praying about yesterday and like last night and just like, you know, God, just keep me focused. I have to stay right in my mind, in my heart, in my head, because, you know, I'm already dealing with, you know, so much of the things. I know we all deal with things, but, you know, being widowed and then my sister died in 2016 and, you know, I'm all alone. I'm running these businesses and I have these two boys to take care of and, and I want nothing more than to do what's best for them and by them, but also, you know, I want to do what God wants me to do. And so I was praying about truth. And my son opens the book this morning, like I, and like I said before, he kind of begrudgingly grabs the book blah, as he's playing his football game, which I don't really care. When we're on the way to school, you know, it's captive audience. We do talk, but he plays his football game and just whatever. Like to me, that's like no big deal at all. And um, he'll put it down and we read and I have to read for you today what God sh chose to share with both Garrett and I. And by the way, I know Garrett reads it, but it's always for me. Like God always like, this is for you, sis. This is for you, daughter. And it kind of amazes me. Side note, 
about this podcast. I want, I've been praying, you know, really for direction and to be very like organized with what I want, I'm supposed to share with you. But every time I do that, God like changes my mind to know, I want you to share what's going on in your life. I want you to share where you are today. I want you to share because I feel like sometimes that almost connects us more than, you know, here are your top five ways to, you know, get ready in seven minutes a day, you know, or here are your top five ways to be fit or come and get my programs or, you know, I love this shake. And I know that I like things that where people recommend things they like and they trust and all, and, I mean, people I trust, but I think sometimes I really just like hearing about how people manage and how godly Christian women and men get through hard times, you know? Um, so here's what this little kid's devotional had for me today that I think is so poignant and I want to share it with you. Here we go. The truth. I came into your life to make you free. The closer you live to me, the freer you will be. Spend some time with me. Talk to me. Listen to me. Study my word. As you do, you will begin to see me everywhere in your life. Your faith in me will grow stronger and deeper. You'll also see more and more of my goodness. It will warm your heart like the sunshine warms your face. And my goodness will help you see people and things around you in a new way. That is something I always pray for. You will see them more like I see them. By spending time with me, you'll come to know the truth. The truth about who I am and all I've done for you. You will learn the truth about yourself too. About who you are and all you can be with me in your life. You'll learn and know the truth and the truth will set you free. John 8, 32. How great is your goodness? You have stored it up for those who fear you. You guys, and if we ever want to do a call on fear, I can do that. But this isn't the fear that someone's running after you with a knife. This is like a godly respect, knowing who he is. Like, like he's sovereign. He's creator. He is the beginning and the end. Like it's that kind of reverence. You do good things for those who trust you. You do this for all to see. You protect them by your presence from what people plan against them. You keep them safe in your shelter from evil words. Psalm 31, 19 through 20. But for, but for you will honor me. Goodness will shine on you like the sun. There will be healing in its rays. You will jump around like calves freed from their stalls. I love that. Malachi 4, 2. Now those who are in Christ Jesus are not judged guilty. I am not judged guilty because in Jesus Christ, the law of the spirit that brings life made me free. It made me free from the law that brings sin and death. Eight, Romans eight, one through two. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for us. Thank you, Jesus, that I can come to you at any point at any time, regardless of what I've done, regardless of the things I continue to do, the cycles, but even on a podcast. Lord Jesus, I love you. I thank you for these people listening. I thank you for who they are and who you are in them. Lord, I pray for them. I pray for their families. I pray for that void that they may have in their life, just like me. I pray, Lord God, that you would show them your goodness daily, that you would reach them, that you would meet them where they are. Lord, you promised that when we seek you with all our heart, we'll find you. And I love how you show up for me in the weirdest of circumstances, but something that I would know is you. Something I would know is you. And to me, that is part of the beauty and the goodness of you being real. I ask for that, Lord, and you show up daily. Lord, I lift them up. I lift up whatever's born in their lives. Please, God, be real to them. Let them seek you. Let them have a hunger for you, God, because you are real. Please let them find out you are. It's in your name I pray.
you guys, thank you for being here. I just want to be a source of joy for you or, or wait, maybe that's overstating. I want to be a source of hope, hopefully humor. Gosh, I cannot wait to have fun. I actually just connected with an old friend from college. We were just talking and, uh, the question that was sent was, you know, what is your new adventure? What do you want to do for this year? Which is interesting. I don't get it. I don't ever get asked that. And you know what my response was? I want to have fun. My life is so serious and so heavy. You know what I mean? I have to squash all these emotions down every day, give them to God every day, try to get them not to be the focal point of my life. And I want to have fun. And I think I even said that a little bit last year, but I'm serious. I mean, I'm so serious about it. I have a trip plan to Mexico, one of my favorite places ever, this little tiny village in Mexico in February. Um, I am going for a 50th birthday party to Nashville with a bunch of my girl homies um, to the Dolly Parton Hotel. I can't even tell you how excited I am. I'm going to wear hair extensions. I'm going to wear like bling and bouge and sequins and really tall boots. And I'm going to have so much fun. So I want for us to have joy again this year. I feel like like so much got frightened out of us with COVID and all the things. God is still good. He is still real. He is still real. Oh gosh, that was weird. He is still real. And through him, we can have joy. Even in yucky times, we can still have joy. Because joy isn't about our circumstances. It's not about what we have or don't have. It's not about if we're thin or we're overweight or if we have money or if we don't or for whatever. It is truly about knowing who we are and whose we are and where we'll go when it's all said and done. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Please come to MindyLawhorn.com. I've got some cool stuff for you. I have a a, work, a goals workshop I'd like to share with you that I've got like a little workbook I'll send you for free. And then we have a follow-up call where we kind of go through that workbook. I'd love to help you with that. I, it's something I do every year. It's something Shalene Johnson taught me to do. And then I just sort of added some scripture and, and, and God, you know, language to it. And it just helps our goals become more godly and, and worthy goals, not so, you know, maybe selfish goals that we that when we hit them, we end up feeling like, Bleh. it's so much more than that. I'd love to have you. I'm so happy that you were here today. 